more than masters podcast. How? Rest in peace to the legend that is Aretha Franklin. Little bit. Not a lot. Just nothing can we do today, you know what I'm saying? Sleep at night. Just a little bit of respect. We gotta we gotta I'm pl- I wanted to play three. I said I was gonna give her three. Give her three, you know what I'm saying? She's a great, she deserves it, you know what I'm saying? Came in kinda smooth there, alright. And I'll always love you. You should understand. She's not just a plaything. She's flesh and blood, just like her man. If you wanna do right, hold Mmm, like this song so much. This podcast, man. Your host, Main, of course. Um, once again, rest in peace to Aretha Franklin, um, legend. Bunch of decades, I think like six decades of music. Um, one of the best voices of our time. Um, I like the era she's come from. I, I wanted to tribute her before I even get to the podcast, but I like the era she comes from. Like that. That's what. That's what does it for me. The era. The era she comes from was basically all. Strictly based on talent It wasn't your looks It wasn't so much your How you look What you look like Your antics None of, none of that stuff It was talent If you could dance You was a good dancer Matter how you look Look at James Brown No respect But he's not attractive Um You got a bunch A bunch A bunch of people You know From that era That was just dope And Aretha Franklin she just withstood all of that, you know what I'm saying? She wasn't the most attractive-looking person, wasn't the, the smallest, wasn't the skinniest. Um, but somehow, she prospered through, and she pulled through, and she went through, and she's able to be a legend. In the, in the, in the era with Gladys Knight, Diana Ross, um, still was able to push through. Patti LaBelle, still was able to push through, you know what I'm saying? Especially with Motown Records and all of that, you know what I'm saying? Um... I wanted to stop right there with the music, but you know she definitely was a major, major, major part of uh, just female. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, just women, women. You know, let me get that right. Women, not females. Just women when it comes to the music industry and just um, arts as a whole. She uh, held a lot of records before, which is ironic because she held a lot of these records before the person I'm gonna be talking about most of the podcast. Um, and I like what I did like most about her era. And looking at now, when I watch interviews, you know, you pass, you know, you go do your research on them. And she was a very, I mean, you could say a shady person, but 
it's like the the memory was is is what is what's there now. You know what I'm saying? Because in that era, it wasn't like we just shuffled a bunch of interviews around, watched them all day. We didn't have no breakfast club, it was no YouTube, none of that stuff. So it was like you saw, you saw, you didn't see, you didn't see it. And now going to do our research and going to research and just looking at videos and old interviews of hers, I saw that you know she was oh quite the character and um. I think that um that that's the dope part about that era, you know, memories. I think in this era we don't have a lot of memories because everything is on the forefront, everything is there. Definitely rest in peace to Aretha Franklin. And I want to, you know, have her introduce our next guest. So without further ado, and let's sort of change genres a little. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Hmm. What do you think? No, I'm gonna pass on that one. <laughs> wow. We're talking an election. You feel um, he's done? Right, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Man, talking crazy. Um, so, Mortar Masters podcast. I'm your host, Maine, of course. Once again, uh, once again, rest in peace, Aretha, Aretha Franklin, uh, legend. And we'll leave it at that. I do want to kind of come back to her a little bit. I want to try to tie her into some of the things I want to talk about today, as far as it pertains to music, uh, this day and age, and longevity. You know, that's 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 what we talk about today: longevity. Uh, Nicki Minaj album dropped. You know, um, she has she was in news for a few things, which I'm going to get into a little bit later. It's too early in the podcast to get into that right now, but that will be pretty much the meat of the podcast. And I want y'all opinions on that. I want y'all to give me feedback. I'm saying that early on because if I you know got your attention now, I want you to remember that. So when I'm talking and you know we, we, we you listening, write down your notes, send it to me, give me your thought process, certain things that's going to play, and I'm going to talk. I'm going to say my piece on it. I want to know your piece. I um, want your opinions on certain things I say, agree, disagree, your opinion and why, you know, I want to interact this week. Um, first and foremost, I want to say, um, I know this, this is summertime, this is the time when a lot of weddings happen. Um, a famous person, uh, 2 Chains, recently just had a wedding. Um, Kanye West showed up in sandals, I'm not really sure <laughs> what was on his mind. Um, but not only that, he showed up in sandals. The sandals were too small for his feet, so... Um, if it was one thing to show up in Santa, but at least have them be the right size, fam. The front and the back was pretty much hanging out. Lil Wayne is missing a lot of dreads in the top of his head. I'm not sure why or when that happened, but I don't I don't know. Maybe he's stressed out from Berman not paying him his money. But um I'm trying to get rid of I'm trying to trying to see what happened this week besides the Nikki thing. I mean, that was the most interesting thing, so it kinda was a really dull week. When it comes to music and just the things that I like, you know, nothing really happened in that in that in that regard. Um, just I'm gonna run through the things. I'm gonna say, okay, well, Ella May, she put a song out called "Trip." I think that's a real dope song. Um, I, I heard the first day it came out. It's funny because I had talked about Ella May on the podcast like a while, while, while before like "Boot Up" really, really popped, really blown up. I'm sorry, before "Boot Up" really blew up. And um, so it's funny. A lot of listeners um sent me. I got a few tweets. I got like two Instagram um messages then rest was like texting people they was like oh the new song is new lma so like it's funny you put you put people onto this music and then in return they put you onto that same artist music because i didn't even know she had dropped the song and just happened to wake up that day and see all the messages so i listened to the song and it was pretty dope i like it um i guess i like lma anyway i like i liked her projects um i like some of the older stuff too i think that's 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 gonna be that's what's dope by her i think she got a lot of older stuff that's that's still that's still prevalent like 2017 um songs. I know like one of the best on like from her, I think Naked, of course, that's like a top one. Um, but that EP is dope. She just really got a dope a dope vibe by her, you know what I'm saying? So I think she's gonna have some kind of longevity in this game as long as her content stays the same and you know 
and she she just grows as an artist. As long as you grow as an artist, I think you always you always be okay. It doesn't mean that your fans are gonna follow you, that you're gonna get better, but you can still just could you you can still grow and not maybe get better to everybody, but as long as you're better to yourself, you know, that's all that matters. So as long as she gets strong in areas she wanna get strong in, I don't see why she wouldn't um, you know, continue to blow up. But I wanna play this clip real quick because uh, I thought it was very funny. I just got sent this in the middle of recording. This is Jesse Jackson. Uh, I just want to say that real quick. So, words of my late Freretha Franklin show some R E S P I C T. Show some R E S P I C T. Show some. I don't know what he's spelling. But I don't know what. Of my late show some R E S P I C T. Hold up. Anyway, uh, yo, my man Jesse Wallen. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> It's, it's a, it's, a, you know, I feel like you know, I got that, that show Black Card. I think that's one of the things you got. And I know Jesse Jackson is no, 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 um, not not Jesse Jackson. I'm sorry, y'all. Al Sharpton. That was Al Sharpton. And I feel like it's certain things that should just get your black card taken away. Uh, as a black man or woman, not being able to spell respect is always gonna be uncalled for. And that's actually thanks to Aretha Franklin. I should have actually started with that. That could have been a good opening point. But um, we here now, so we're not gonna do all that. But yeah, I think that's that's my main thing from Aretha Franklin. If I didn't learn anything, I learned to spell respect. Now I might not know how to show it all the time, but I definitely can spell it. Um, and I know that um, that's what the black woman wants, just a little bit, not a lot of it, just a little bit. So um, yeah, you know that's that's just funny to me that <laughs> I shout yes, I don't know what the hell you're spelling. I don't know if you read a teleprompter and he just can't read. Or he just can't spell. It's one or the other. But either way, um, so that, if y'all want to dive in, we could, we could dive into this Nicki thing. You know, ain't no, ain't no thing to me. Um, I want to know what y'all thought about the album if you if you listen to it for one. But we'll get into that later. My main thing, I want to start from the very beginning. So last week, I woke up. I said, "Do I really want to watch this Funk Flex interview with Nicki?" I don't like Funk Flex interviews that much. I feel like sometimes. He's a little fake with a lot of things he do as far as laughing and just like overly laughing. And then I I don't know, I just I just not a big fan of his, him interviewing. He's not bad, just I don't like it. It's not it's just, like annoying to me. Um but nonetheless, the interview was real good, I'm not gonna lie, it was real good. Um I was trying to find things that may make me wanna hear the album, right? Because let me tell you a little about me. A little bit about me is um I'm a I'm a I'm a rap fan. I'm a I'm a, I love music, but I'm a I'm a rap fan, I love R and B and um I was a big Nicki fan. My, my, matter of fact, the first album I bought for my mom, I bought the, the Pink Friday. I bought that for my mom. Went to um, it was Fye. I played over. I was one of them CD CD stores that was in the mall. I went and bought it. My mom, I think it was her birthday or something like that. But I went and bought it for her. I thought Nicki was dope when she first came out. Obviously, I, and I, I still to this day think she's probably. It's not probably. She is the best female hand, female rapper to me. Um, right now, you know what I'm saying even. With you know the hotness of other R and B artists, I mean, female artists, which we're getting to, I think that she is the biggest rap female artist and and the best, um, for a couple reasons. One, yes, her writing her own rhymes does give me that extra push to put her in that position. But the fact that she could like, I'm gonna play a snippet later on. I might play it now, but she made a good point. One of the points she made was that, you know. Not only do we grade her differently than we grade other artists because of her ability to rap, but she may be in a bracket at this point where we don't compare her to women, like like other female artists at this point. 
we should, excuse me, we should be comparing her to other men. And I say that because she's always competed with other men in her, in her, in her raps. That's just, that's just the bottom line. Compare me to women. Because there's no woman that can come in right now that, not even out rap me, that realistically can put up the stats that I've generated. <laughs> there's no... So, to me, it's silly now to compare me to women. All right, just replaying. Because there's... All right, so here's where I agree and don't agree. All right, um, where I agree at, I do feel like that's a valid opinion to have, or a valid uh, point to make that... Not comparing to women. I get the fact that they, they all have vaginas, so of course there's some comparisons there. But I do feel like Nikki, rap-wise and skill-wise, skill, skill wise, she has been um, way, way, way ahead of majority of the mainstream female artists, female rappers, or women rappers, sorry, women rappers that are in, you know, in, in, that, in that era, in that, in that realm. And I do feel like she's... She's better than some 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 male rappers, some men rappers. You know what I'm saying? So I I can understand that. What I disagree is that when you make the reason why um, stats, that's that's where I disagree because a lot of the like I said, the tie-in. So a lot of the records she broke, many people may not know, but Aretha, um, you know, was one of the top, um, at least you know, uh, black women to hold a lot of records when it comes to stats wise, and Nicki Minaj was the woman to break break a lot of those so um I, I don't agree in that era because i feel like why wouldn't we compare to like what what jay-z record are you breaking what drake record are you breaking what kanye record are you breaking what i i, I what little wayne record are you breaking so i wouldn't put her in that in that category now maybe she might break a push a t record or <laughs> uh, uh 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 i don't know a two change record you know or I don't know, maybe like a, a a a male rapper, but not a top 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 male rapper. You get what I'm saying? Like she might break a record from them, but not the elite rappers. And I think that she she considers herself an elite talent. So I want to compare her to other elite talents, i.e., Aretha Franklin, Mary J. Blige, Beyonce. Like I don't want to say, oh yeah, Nicki, yeah, she 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 broke that Pusha T record. Like, like, what's that gonna do for you? Okay, you broke a push T record. Cool. So I, I, that's why I disagree. I, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. But I feel like also some of the things that she just been addressing in the media for the past week and a half, which at first I did like, but as as it's starting to unfold, I'm starting to see that she she's giving a lot of energy to things that are going only going to hurt her because that energy is going to come back around. You know, energy is like. Um, it's, it's transferable You know what I'm saying So if you entertain Some bad energy That's what's gonna be around you You're gonna get some Bad energy around you I felt like that Fun Flex interview Was going so good The part where Safari came up in And then It's like That changed the energy Like she was doing so good Just not mentioning him Which I get why We'll get. I'm not gonna get into that But I get why Sometimes you're quiet For so long in a relationship Or whatever happened At the relationship And you feel like There's no need to speak on things uh, You're trying to do out of respect Whatever the case may be You worry about something else You're moving on with your life Whatever the case may be Or you just not entertain that energy And then look what happened You entertain the energy Now you're on Twitter Trending for the wrong thing Your album is out And you are Twitter Trending for your ex Whose music isn't really that great um 
and y'all arguing back and forth talking about hairlines and all the other nonsense that came out and now the focus is not even on your album which you might think it is because they always say you know it's no bad media it's no bad press da, da, da. well this proves that there is some kind of bad press because to me i feel like a lot of the things that's that's being talked about in regards to her isn't solely based on her album like here we are 15 minutes in and mostly yeah, i did talk about reading all that stuff but i can't even get to the album yet because of all the other stuff that went on i have to kind of i have to touch on that first in order to touch on touch on the album you know what i'm saying which we'll get into in a minute um so yeah i feel like that's that, that that's what happened i think personally me personally i feel like you got to be aware of the people you have around you. I tell people that all the time. Even people I'm close to, but the people I'm, I, I, I've distanced myself from or am distanced myself from, like, I just, I can't, I, me personally, I can't be around somebody that I feel like is around somebody that got bad energy. Like, I don't care. I'm, I'm not, I can't tell, but I also can't tell another person what to do and who to hang around because cause people can't tell me that. So I have to make a decision for myself. Whether to do certain things or be around certain things, because like I said, that energy it it it's a contagious. It'll it'll come on you for no reason. Pause. That sounded weird. I know, but you know, like I said, you hang around somebody that's sick. They might not cough on you, but you might just get sick for being around them. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just the way it goes. So, I think that she needs to she needs a team adjustment. To be honest with you, I think she needs a team adjustment. I don't know if it's adjustment around her or just bad energy around her. Or the fact that the people in her team are allowing her to entertain bad energy. I think she might have a say-so of too much of things that's going on in her career. And at some point, you need that. Like You need to be in control of your career, right? But when you're making a lot of wrong decisions, that's when you might need to you know, pull back and say, all right, maybe, maybe I need to allow somebody that's smart at making these decisions handle this or handle that. You ever watch The Breakfast Club sometimes? And I hate to bring The Breakfast Club up. I, I, and it's not, nothing wrong with I love I love watching it. But... It's just a simple fact that I have my own personal issue. I don't. I won't talk about that. But anyway, with the, with the Breakfast Club, you'll see sometimes an artist of being there or the the interviewer, the person they're interviewing, they'll be inside the Breakfast Club and they ask a question. But you'll have their publicist, you know, in the background, which you can't see them, but you'll see them look up, you know, da da da. da. Um, it's a meme going right now with um Playboy Cardi, and he it's a, he he's on a microphone. And he turns around, and looks, and just you know says, "I don't know." He's probably turning around looking at his publicist and seeing if it's something he should answer or, or, you know, like you need that, you need that okay that say so. And somebody that's making a lot of, that's as big as Nicki Minaj and making the money Nicki Minaj is making and has that platform she has. Everything you do matters and means something. Every answer, every question you give, you answer to means something. Every answer you give means something. So you need that. You need to hire somebody like that. And if she does have one like that, they need to be fired at this point because as soon as the safari questions came up, the interview stops right there. Listen, listen, let's stop. Let's not get into that. Let's focus on the album at this point. Why are we talking about a guy that's on Love and Hip Hop? No disrespect to Safari. A guy that's on Love and Hip Hop, but that is just known for being attached to Nicki. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I would love to be in that situation because he seems like he's, willing, he's living very well. You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, if I'm a... If I'm that, if I'm Nikki, if I'm that act, I'm not spending thirty minutes of my interview on Safari. I don't care to air them out. What I care for, like if if I know the truth, then I'm good. And that's that's where I think the errors come into play. At uh, I was talking to a friend and we talked on this on, on the phone and both agreed. If artists had issues back in the day, a lot of times, you know, you didn't even know until like like when Tim, like look at, look at the Temptations. I'll take this as an example. The Temptations, right? 
before the Temptations, we we could say my girl is that in third. None of us really knew that David Ruffin might have had an issue with with um putting his hands on women. Um, you know, people probably didn't know that the dude Paul had this uh, uh a drinking problem to where he killed himself. You know, certain things you just don't know. You didn't know in that era because the music the music spoke for itself, and that was that. You did interviews here and there, cool. It is a different era. These days, you know. You check into an AA, it's a it's it's a, it's a headline. Kanye West checks into a rehab. Such and such checks into rehab. Such and such um, is in when Chris Brown and Rihanna that happened. You know, it's a lot of artists that probably didn't, did worse things than that in in that era. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't publicized. Like it just that just it's just a different era, different time frame. And sometimes I feel like it, it's a gift and a curse. It's a gift because you know you get stuff quickly just like that like but like i said in the earlier memories you know what i'm saying like you know how dope it is i love to talk to people and i either memory will pop up or i get to tell them some old stuff like i like 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 my wonder years i love doing wonder years because i get to relive it retell that story and people that knew me back then didn't even know what was going on didn't know this didn't know that when they hear it it hit me up like dang i ain't know that i ain't know that because it wasn't but everything wasn't live action like it is now like back in the days it wasn't like that it was it was it was just chill. It was like even though you don't know, you was there, you wasn't there. That was it. You know what I'm saying? But back to Nikki, I do feel like yeah, she should definitely, definitely shouldn't have given that much energy to the safari, um, the safari topic. But I I, I get it. I get it. Especially with, with with women, I feel like a lot of times you're emotional. Um, it just people, not even women, just people in a relationship in general. You emotional. Um, uh, sometimes you don't tell you don't tell all that happened. Out of respect sometimes, out of lack of feeling maybe stupid or whatever the case may be, um, I I did kind of think that a lot of stuff she said was true. Um, we found we found that she was talking to Meek before, you know, before we we, we actually knew. So she said four years. I was only thinking two. So that would mean that she had messed with him while he was in jail over just before, and it made sense. She said they were living in different houses. They were separated. He was doing his thing. She was doing her thing. Before me came home, he tried to, like most, most niggas try to do, before me came home, he tried to get his act together. She said, no, you played yourself. Wash the hands with it. I, I think I, I can, I think me personally, I can, I can, I can think that she was telling the truth in that, in my opinion. I don't know for sure, but I would, I would, I wouldn't bet money, but I would say that maybe she was telling the truth. She didn't seem like she was like reaching for that. Um, However, that goes on, and if it stopped there, I'd be fine. But it goes on to more stuff. She starts saying how he paid for this. <laughs> it, the funny part, I'm not gonna lie, it was one funny part. It was the funny part. She was like, how he had, to <laughs> she was like, how he used the credit card to buy, you know, prostitutes or whatever the case may be. And he told her, like, I thought that was a car with free money on it. <laughs> like, how you tell somebody, oh, I thought, I thought it was an account with just free money. Like, you know how rich you gotta be to have an account where it's just like, hey, just if you need it, just go use it. Like, that's funny to me, but I thought that was a little too much. Uh, that was too much. That's when you're going too far. Like a publicist at that point should have stopped it way before it got to that point. Like focus on the album. Let's let's reel it back into the album. Like once you go away from a little bit, reel it back into the album. I honestly thought this is the reason why a lot of artists when they go out, they don't go to the Breakfast Club. They don't go to certain uh, platforms that's gonna grill them and ask them the the real questions. Just for this issue right here, where it's like you're not focused on the album after the interview, and after that interview. 
the album was not the focus. Mind you, they did focus on that one track she got, which I like. Um, I don't know if it's called Barbie Dreams or what, but it's a, it's a, it's a good track. I like that. Like I like Biggie track anyway. You know, um, Dreams the F and R and B track. I like that. I like Lil Kim did it over. I did feel like Barbie Dreams had more of a Fifty Cent's How to Rob more than it had. The Biggie uh, inspiration, in it. I think just the beat was for Biggie, but in in the, in the, in the concept. But I think she took the Fifty Cent route, just joking. If you ever listen, if you ever heard, if you never heard Fifty Cent's "How to Rob," I'm probably gonna play at the end of the podcast. So if you never heard it, just listen to the whole podcast. You'll hear it. But he in the, he jokes about you know robbing rappers that he would if he, if he saw them out of respect, meaning that they had money. Or some rappers don't have money. He just dissed them. Like I think he said. I rob ODB, but that'd be a waste of time. Like, that's just disrespect because probably say he not, he's broke, whatever. But cool. I think she took more of that approach. And I guess because he's from Queens, so that makes sense, right? The rap, the, and that song was getting a lot of play. And people was dissing her saying, oh, they, they only talk about one song. They're talking about the whole album, da da da. I don't really, I don't, I don't see why that's important at the point. I think if you're talking about the album at all, whether it's one song, two songs, it's good, which brings me to another point that I think is, uh, and I'm not defending Nicki this thing, I haven't gotten to it, I want to get into it actually, but another point I wanted to make is that, yeah, I think honestly we do critique her a little harder than we would critique most women rappers or other uh, women artists because, I don't know, I don't know if it's a level of, I don't know if what we, sometimes when you come out, you come out as hard as you do, as, as well as you do. It can create a high ceiling for you, meaning people think that you know this is like the like you you just that talented, and I'm not saying she's not, but when we see that ceiling, we it's almost like a student when you're, like you're in school, right? There a student that always that struggles to get C's and, and 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 D's, the moment they get an A, it's or they get a B, it's like you you can you, you congratulate them all the time, you know what I'm saying? You 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 uplift them, you make them feel good, you jump up a joy, da da da, all that good stuff. And you got a straight A student that makes a B. You don't give them the same, you know, you don't give them the same treatment because you expected more from them. So I think that's what it is. We just expect so much from certain artists that if they put out anything that's 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 less than what we think of them, it's not it's not it's not good to us. That's just and that's just that's just the bottom line. It's nothing wrong with that. It's just the bottom line. And sometimes if we feel like artists should be better than what they are, we we give them. Like that kind of treatment, like this is trash. This, and it might not be trash at all, because it might be good if another artist, if another artist spit it, another artist said it. But the fact that you know this artist can do a lot better than what they're doing, then you know they get what they get, and that's just that's just that's that's how it's meant for anybody. Um, but uh, yeah, so I feel like she does get uh harshly reviewed sometimes. I even me, I I'm gonna give her a harsh review, and I feel like. She, when you when you when you take on that 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 the title of queen, not no pun intended to the album, but the title of queen, the title of king, the title of best of best ever. When you're saying top this, top five, you need, you're gonna get critiqued as such. Don't say queen and don't and don't and, and expect to get reviewed as a peasant. Like no, we're not. No, no. You you say you're a queen, so it needs to be top of the line because a queen is top of the line. You say you're a king. It needs to be top of the line. Everybody done went through it. That's another thing. Everybody done went through it where they had... And I'm not saying this about this album now, mind you. I haven't got to this album yet. But I wanted to make them things clear. Everybody has went through it already. Jay-Z, who I looked at... It's not my, I'm not saying he's my favorite rapper, but I look at it as the best rapper of all time. The GOAT. The greatest. Like that's I look at Jay-Z that way. 
he put out the blueprint and then put out the blueprint 2.1 and 2. Point something a volume and it was like it was it wasn't good it wasn't good this is the best rapper now right he had to go through it it's not that the album wasn't good it wasn't a jay-z standard album so the album might be good if Nas rapped it it might be good if talib quality rapped it it might be good if kevin gates rapped it. i don't know but hold but jay-z rapped it so it wasn't it wasn't good because we expected more from jay-z this new drake album people have mixed reviews on I feel like it's nice. I like it. I'm not gonna lie. I like all the songs on there. I don't know if it just grew on me or I'm just that big of a Drake fan. I don't see what other people see, but I like it. I like the album a lot and I, I wasn't disappointed at all. From start to finish, I love the album. But to some people, they like a certain kind of Drake. So if you want a sappy Drake and he didn't give you enough sappy sappiness, you're not gonna like the album. You're gonna say, nah, he can do better than that. If you want a bunch of God's playing album, God's playing songs on the album, you're not gonna like the album. Oh no, he can make more he might make more songs than this. That's how you gonna feel like that's how you judge music. You judge music based on what you think of an artist and then what they put out. It's a formula to it. It's what I think of you, what you put out equals blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? So if if it don't <laughs> I'm trying to think if I can make the equation. It needs to equal greatness though. You know what I'm saying? Cause what I think of you and what you put out don't equal greatness to me or don't equal what I thought. So it's like what I think of you plus what you put out, it needs to equal what I think of you. You know what I'm saying? So that's just how it goes. And um, if it don't go that way, then you feel away by the album. So I feel like with her, she does get a, a, a critique different. But that's because the thing she said, listen to the snippets I played. She just said, do not group me with women pretty much. That's what she said, group me with men. I critique men, male rappers, way, 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 way more extreme than I'm critiquing female rappers or women rappers. I'm I'm critiquing them differently, and and part of that may be because a lot of a lot of female rappers that are in the game are it it, it comes out that they don't always write their own raps or they have help from other male rappers, and that's fine. Whatever you into, that's cool, and that may be reason why. So I may not take them as serious, but when you ask me to take you serious and you saying you're the best on everything and you competing with the men on the raps and you saying you want to be compared to the men in rap game, not the women, because nobody can. Match you talent wise, nobody can out rap you. Da da da. I'm gonna judge you, I'm gonna critique you as somebody that no other female can out rap, which means that I need to judge you a little differently than I'm judging the next person that's not saying they're the best rapper, i.e., Cardi B. Of course, I was trying to go the whole park without it. 30 minute mark, I finally said Cardi B's name. So, yeah, I'm not gonna, ju- I'm not judging Cardi B's rap skills on the same level as Nicki Minaj. Can Cardi B rap better than Nicki Minaj? No, it's not a question. Like I would, I, I would bet anything, my next check on the fact that Nicki can out rap her. That's not the, that's, that's never been a problem. The thing is, Cardi's just hot right now. That's n- nobody can stop that. She's hot. Everything she jumps on, she's doing good. Whether she's writing or not, I don't know. Don't care. It sounds good. The music is great. She's living a good life. I don't see the problem. Bet. Cool. So it's nothing to even discuss in, in regards to that. I just feel like I'm judging you differently. And you can't get mad at that because you're calling yourself queen. You're saying you're the best. You can't get upset. So now that I got that out the way, um, I want I, I do want to dig into the album real quick. So let's dig into the album before I talk about any other things she got going on. Um, my album thoughts. I'm not going to go track by track. I'm not going to play any of the album on there, be honest with you. I didn't like the intro. I know people like that Ganja, Ganja, Ganja Burns song. I think it's a good song. This is my this is let me let me tell you let me tell you my, my critique of albums. This is not just Nicki Minaj. This is just in general, right? Well, all that's going on, I feel like Nicki Minaj should know 
I, me personally now, I feel like she should know that she has to come with something that's not saying it has to be mind blowing or take me, but it gotta be a great body at work. But I feel like the first song should be that song that's like make me want to go to the next song. And I didn't get that from the Ganja song. I I, I didn't I didn't want to skip to the next song. To be honest with you, I let it rock because I had to hear the music before I talk about it. I listened to it um a few times in a few different places while I was driving, and even time even then I couldn't even fully focus on the album because of that intro. The intro doesn't make me want to stop. You have a perfect example. You ever get in a car with somebody? You playing a song, they talking, but you're not listening to what they talking to because you know this song is so 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 hot so hot or so fire that you trying to you you gonna play it back if they stop talking so they can hear it. I'm not doing that with with the, with the intro or the first couple songs of the Nicki album. Like if somebody talking, I might listen to the story and then we'll pick up wherever we pick up at. <laughs> we pick up where we pick up at. And I'm not dissing the album at all because the album overall is a great album. I feel like it's a good body of work. That's just my opinion. I feel like it's too long. I don't want to see 19 song track from Nicki Minaj. Reason being, like I said, the intro. I don't know if she can actually put an album together well. She can rap very well. She has great songs. Whether or not she can put a whole project together very well, I think that's the issue. And I think that's a lot of people's issue. And that separates some people from just being a good rapper to just being a good song maker and to just being a good artist because artists make a good body of work. So that also another thing too, which we need to dig into with Nicki Minaj, whether she's a great artist or she's just a great rapper. That's just something to talk about another another time, but not today. Um, so yeah, that's my opinion. You could I want y'all to tell me if y'all feel differently. How y'all judge music? How you judging music? Is the intro important to you or not? Even look at my podcast. My intro is important, even though I don't feel that strong about the intro to like this time. Because, but I feel like it shouldn't be. It's not gonna be something to get you hype. This is a death, even though I'm celebrating it because I feel like she was very old and. I think if somebody old and they die, you don't be sad. You just enjoy the fact they lived a long life. And she did a lot for the culture. And I played songs that I felt like meant something. I love those songs. There's no, those are not songs I just picked up and and searched for. Like I like those songs. One, I didn't know she sang. I didn't know she sung um, The Love of Man. I didn't know that. But I, I know I love that song. Regardless of the fact, I work hard on the intro because I feel like the intro, the first couple minutes, is what's going to keep somebody listening to the podcast. If the first few minutes is, is, is trash... I mean, my, my 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 listeners gonna listen. Yeah, they're gonna tell me, uh, you know, the first eight minutes is kind of dry, but I listen anyway because I didn't gain y'all already from past work. But if I know that I put out three or four bad podcasts, and then I send another podcast out, and then the, the podcast is the first like ten minutes is just dry, y'all gonna you gonna turn that shit off. You gonna turn it off and be like, oh, it was good, or just or you you gonna retweet it or just share it on Facebook. You're not gonna like put nothing behind it or give me no rundown. I could tell when something is really good because. Of the amount of feedback I get back from everybody, whether it's written, whether it's a phone call, whether it's an email, whether it's a Snapchat, whether it's a, 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 the notes, I can tell when the podcast is really well based on the interaction I get from my my listeners. You know what I'm saying? And if I don't get the reaction I want, I just work harder the next one. I don't shame y'all. I don't say I don't get no support. I don't get that. I don't do none of that. I just work harder the next one. I try to make the next one better if I can. That's just the bottom line. I think music should apply the same way. I don't see why not. Um. But like I said, this intro wasn't, it wasn't it for me. The first couple songs wasn't it for me. I think the second half of the album is really, really well. Like, that's that's the part I like. Like, going to the second half of the album, I like that the most. I did like the um, Barbie Dreams. Or that's the, I think I like that song. I like a few songs. Like the, out, of, out of 19, I probably only, like, I would, if I had, if I would make a perfect album, I would honestly do 12, 12 songs, 13 at the most. So I would take six or seven songs away from this album. 
And I think you do that, I think you have a great, great, great project. But right now, it's a solid project. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is this. You put pressure on yourself, you can't deliver solid. I mean, the type of pressure Nikki put on herself, she couldn't deliver solid. But I still think she's in good shape because of the fact that we know she's a great artist. I, I just feel like she's worried about the BS too much. She's worried about too much bullshit and not worried about the music part of it, aspect of it. Put out freestyles. Put out a mixtape. You know, that's the difference between some people. Like, back in the day, they put out mixtapes before they put the album out, which probably was just throwaways maybe. Who knows? They, just, they could have been throwaways. But you know what? Even then, to have throwaways for an album, like throwaway songs, that tell me how hard you were grinding or how hard you were working on that project because... You got songs that didn't make the album that you're still in to put out because they wasn't wax songs. It's just the album was a certain direction that somebody didn't fit, but you still gonna put it out. That's working. Nowadays artists they go away for two years and just putting the album out. Going for two years, put it out. Even Drake, he put a playlist out. It wasn't the album that whole more life. That wasn't even an album. He put it out. It's music. It's it's just music. It's not a it's not an album, it's just a playlist until I come back. You know what I'm saying? You got artists that jump and they they put out three, four songs from another person beat till I come back. Artists don't even do that no more. I hate that. Like, I don't like that. Like, I just don't like that. Um, back to Nicki. So overall, I like the album. I think it's solid. Um, I know people are gonna ask the question. I'm just gonna say it. Out of the two albums, I, I want. I'm I'm curious to see how the hip hop awards are gonna be for BET next year's BET awards are gonna be because this is the first year we're gonna see where it's it's flat out. I, albums dropped. Female albums dropped. Female rap albums dropped. I do not see Nicki Minaj winning any of the awards for best rap album next year. Or any award shows um, in the next year and a half. Unless she put another album out. Not, it won't be from this album. Put like this. If she does win one, it won't be from this album. So that's just that's my that's my opinion. Um, I don't know who's going to win. I'm, I don't want to say a certain person's name. I'm not trying to put this person, that person. I think... Too many people are doing it. Like it's happening too much. Comparing this to that person, I'm not trying to compare people no more. I feel like Nicki has put enough work in. She's the best rapper, female rapper right now. Right now, you got Rhapsody. You got Rhapsody still. I don't know if y'all listen to Rhapsody or not, but she people people saying she had the best rap album last year. But I want to play a clip from Nicki Minaj, and this is why I want I want to discuss this clip because this is important. I mean, this label recently dropped her, and it really hurt me. And I was just like, I listened to this girl's record and she's super talented. And I listen to other people they have on their label and I'm just like, yikes. I hate when artists it's don't really use names, by the It's really all a popularity contest. Labels do not care about talent anymore. It's about your popularity. So the music industry has changed drastically because of that. So when I was growing up, I would put on the radio and hear talented people. When you guys put on the radio now, you hear popular people, right? Mm. And that's the difference. So you got to hold on and treasure the ones that are still here, not because of popularity alone. Mm. And I- All right, uh, I don't want to play that clip no more. So my take on that clip, I thought that was an interesting clip. I wish I would have started with that because I think that was a little more interesting than the stuff I did start off with. However, I think... I. I I want to know y'all opinion on that too. I want, I want y'all opinion on that clip. But I'm going to tell y'all minds. I agree. This is why the Aretha thing is, I said it ties in. Aretha to me embodied that. She she embodied that in sent where, where you hear talented people. Back in the days, music was about talent. 
all those things was ugly as hell. I'm just gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Otis Redding ugly. Teddy Pendergrass ugly. Aretha Franklin, rest in peace, um, wasn't the most attractive. I, I never was a big fan of Dan or Diana Ross. She like a stick, but she just wasn't pretty to me either. Even with the afro, even in Wizard of Oz, um, I mean the Wiz or whatever she wanted, it, she was never attracted to me. Um, I, I honestly, I, I would go as far as even saying Gladys Knight, but it, that's that's neither that's that's to each his own. However, music was about music. It was talent. You had talent. You didn't have talent. Look at Dave Ruffin. He was the lead singer of a group. Have you seen Dave Ruffin? Have you seen how Dave Ruffin looks? He's ugly. <laughs> Rest in peace, but he's ugly. He's not a pretty guy. Um, it's it's a bunch of them. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of them um, old groups. They was ugly, but they had talent. And that's all that mattered back in the days. Now, it is about popularity. as It is about sexuality. It is about what you're selling. How can I sell you? How can I market you? It starts from somewhere. I mean, I don't know where I'm not trying to get all philosophical or that deep, but I agree in that sense, right? But it happens in music today. I also agree. I also feel like, and I'm a Libra, so excuse me if I try to look at both sides of things, but I do feel like that's true, what she said. On the other end of it, I feel like a lot of times you get popular because of your talent, though. Let's look at Nicki Minaj. We're going to keep it on her. Look at Nicki Minaj. I can I can I can say I can make an argument that what she said applies to her and a lot of rap artists I mean a lot of female rappers would agree that they they probably would think some people probably think they better than her and that she's popular and not talented and they are, I mean you might have the battle rappers that might think that the female battle rappers are very lyrical I want to say that just I mean you got jazzy rapper you got you got you got a bunch of them that's, that's lyrical I'm not going to say her name them but you got some Female rappers that are lyrical that battle rap, and maybe they're not popular because they don't sell their ass or shake their ass, or maybe they don't look as pretty. Um, look at Rod Digger, somebody that's that can rap. He wasn't the prettiest. Hard to market that, right? Um, you know, it's just it's just Little Kim set a standard, I think, when it comes to female rap, which is why she's always gonna be a, a queen in female rap. She set a standard in his life. You don't go by that standard now. It actually hurt and help. It hurt and help. It helped because if you look pretty. And you can say some few lines and may have some aggression to yourself. You probably can make it in the rap business as a female, you know, as a woman. If you ugly, you ain't got no fat ass, no t- You know, if you ain't got the essentials, that 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 Barbie <laughs> starter kit body or whatever, you ain't gonna make it. You ain't gonna make it. Very ma, I mean, she's rough, but she's dressed up nice. Her body's okay. She dresses up nice. Without that body, it's a rap. You ain't gonna make it. You ain't gonna make. You think I'm making her bars alone? Foxy Brown, she's cool. She 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 looks okay. You know, she has the times. I'm just that's my opinion. My opinion is that I agree with it, but I also disagree because I feel like in order to get popular, sometimes you have to have the talent first. You have to have some something they see. You're not just popular for no reason. Um, there are at least in music wise, I'm talking about music and especially in in, in the rap. With guys, a little different. Guys, you can be ugliest. You might be good, but you're not going to be the greatest. You know what I'm saying? You got some rappers that probably won't get as far as they're getting. Um, and then you got some rappers that, that that people find attractive. So it does boost a lot of things they're saying. I do think music now is like, it's a two, it's, we judge it differently now because we look at the person and the music now. Before, it was just the music. Person didn't matter. Which is why probably all the people sung all everybody's songs. And whoever, whoever had the best song, you ever notice that? You got... But you got other you got other editions um of my girl, um you got all I do is think of you, 
people might know it as Troop singing it because they sung it the best. The Jackson 5 sung that. Stevie Wonder sung that. Troop sung that. Out of those three people, you know you know Michael Jackson. You know Stevie Wonder. Troop might be the least talked about artist in that, that sung those songs. Troop sung it the best. Talent over popularity. That's my So I get it, but at the same time, I think it can apply to her too. So I think sometimes you gotta watch what you say because, like I said, the energy it it come back around. Energy just stay around, which is why you can't be around the bad energy because it's still gonna be there. I don't care how you look at a person, if that person is full of bad energy, it's gonna be there. Like that's just bottom line. However, it come back around. So, um, my my opinion, I just feel like that clip was, it was telling me. I wanna know y'all opinion on it when it comes to music. Do you feel like? Do you feel like you turn radio on you hear popularity? I feel like it's not about popularity, it's about money too. If you sign to a label that's able to to, to pay and get you on the radio and have the radio playing your songs multiple times a day, like a bunch of times, I think that also plays a factor. So you got major label versus independent artists, which is why we champion people like uh, Chance the Rapper when they're independent and, and get plays like a major artist. You're breaking that gap of popularity over good music. No pun intended to good music. You get what I'm saying? So, it's one of them things. I get what she's saying. I think, and this is why I'm saying her press run was great. Like, her press run was 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 fantastic. She messed up doing little dumb shit. Like, she just spoke more about stuff like this. Less about stuff like this. Fucked up that everybody on the inside of the industry knows that I write my lyrics and knows that I that I put so much... Um, weight on women writing and then for one person to do something like this to me out of sheer weakness and passive aggression and just hatefulness and vindictiveness I don't because you because you got caught shitting on a person that was taking care of you for years and years because you got caught shitting on a person who was taking care of you uh-huh. while you were paying for prostitutes and doing all types and stealing their credit cards and doing all types of dumbass shit um hold up <laughs> <laughs> Hold the fuck up Alright see right there I thought as a publicist You gotta stop You gotta stop that She started laughing So you know she's gonna say A little too much I get it You and you comfortable You and you know You in New York Your album coming out You feeling good But no um, But I feel like It should have been less of that Like that I think it took away From the music Cause It creates Like It, it, it made me push back Listening to the album Because I'm trying to watch I like podcasts, I like shows that talk about music, not gossip, but just music and artists and kind of have theories and stuff. I like to see stuff like that. So instead of looking at the album or trying to listen to the album, I'm trying to watch the Joe Budden podcast and see what he's going to say about this interview. I'm trying to watch Charlemagne see what he's going to say about this interview. I'm trying to watch academics see what he's going to say about this interview, which you're going to bring up in a second. I'm trying to watch them to see what they're going to say about the stuff that's being said instead of listening to the album because you chose to give us headlines and clickbaits over clicking on your album <laughs> that's 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 how i feel and um that's just me um we're gonna get we, we almost ending so we're gonna get into i want to definitely get into the 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 album as far as <sighs> sunday i mean saturday one of the things i thought was most telling was i think as an artist sometimes they put too much into numbers certain artists should do it some artists shouldn't do it and I got my my I got my my facts to back it up, right? Drake is has the number one selling album this year, um, first week sales. All right, 
Drake, 700K, 700,000. That is going gold in just a few days. Going past gold, but, you know, going gold in a few days, going platinum in about a week or so. Drake is the number one artist in the, in the world right now. I think we all agree to that. I don't know if the Pusha T thing helps or hurts anybody paying on him, but he's the number one artist in the world. He sold 700K. Alright. Um, Nicki Minaj was upset, and I'm going to read some series of tweets because I have to read these tweets in order to, for y'all to get what I'm saying. Alright. So, what are these tweets at? Let's get to it. Let's get to these damn tweets. Alright. So, she says, Travis, Travis Scott, she's talking about. Travis Scott sold over 50K of these. When she says these, she meaning merchandise. He was selling shirts, pants, hats, and with that came albums. So if you bought a hat, it came with an album. You bought a shirt, it came with an album. They they counted those sales. So they counted t-shirt sales, clothing sales with his album, which honestly, I think is a good tactic instead of being mad you should have sold clothes. But I get it. you selling it. They get an album. So it's like it's like selling an album. Basically, if I buy a shirt and I get an album, I bought the album because I'm buying the shirt and I'm getting the album with the shirt. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. Travis sold with 50 KDs with no requirement of redeeming the album, with no tour dates. I spoke to him. He knows he doesn't have the number one album this week. I love my fans for the number one album in America. I'll explain on Queen Radio. Four albums in. Number one in 86 countries. Okay. I want to finish this real quick. <laughs> my first album sold 400K. No one is doing that with debut albums now. I'm so grateful. I lost out on 12 hours of sales and did 200K in week one after I was supposedly canceled. I bit my tongue last Queen Radio, but I won't on Tuesday. I love you guys so much. I looked at the numbers. The Carters, Kanye, Nas, etc. recently did. Travis sold 200K in his first week of clothes alone. I spoke to him last night, and he said he's been selling clothes before the music. Billboard says they'll change the rules because of this, so it should be changed now. I put my blood, sweat, and tears in writing a dope album, only for Travis Scott to have Kylie Jenner post a tour pass telling people to come see her in Stormy. LOL. <laughs> I'm actually laughing. Queen broke the record for being number one in 86 countries. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you to my fans. Um, <laughs> if you didn't get what I was reading, there was a series of four tweets. When I paused, that was the end of the tweet. She was explaining why her album was number one. But here's the catch. Here's the catch, guys. I, I promise you it's the catch to this. Her album isn't number one at all. It's number two. Yes. <laughs> she was explaining why her album is number one to her. Because the album is actually number two. Okay, the album is number two. Travis Scott has the number one album for the second consecutive for the second week. All right. Um, she was trying to justify things like saying why, what what his number was like, out of the the stuff he sold, two hundred k was clothes. So you got to take the two hundred k of clothes away. Listen, every clothing he sells, if it comes with an album, they have to count it. That's just how it goes. I don't know what she was explaining. She's number one for him, but that's funny to me. But it, it, to me, it creates a bigger picture. It makes you look weak out here. It makes you look weird out here. You're not looking like a queen. Queen? Album. And it's not the sale, because the sales is good. She did 190000 Let me tell you what's funny about this. 
let me just break it down for you. This is and this is why Nikki is gonna like she's she's, she's gonna be a legend. She's still a legend. She's gonna go down history, cool. But this is why things are gonna be shaking for her unless she changed her team up and changed her way she's moving up. And she got a little bit of time before people just tired her shit. This is why. You see them tweets. When you read them, you look you you feel like it's animosity towards Travis Scott for selling clothes, for having a good scheme. I'm gonna sell clothes with my clothes with my with, with my clothes cause my album. So it's like this: if you don't like my album, if you're not into my music, but you're into my clothes, buy my clothes. I'll get album sales. I'll get album sales. If you don't like my clothes, buy my album. I'll get album sales. Like that's a good scheme. That's, a, that's somebody that has a good team, a good marketing program, and he's making it work. That's cool. I don't have. I don't see a problem with that. She does for some reason, but fine. So you look bitter about Travis Scott. She seems bitter. She speaks. She speaks up first week sales and saying that nobody does those numbers no more. Da da da. She did four hundred k. Da da da. I just told you I Drake did seven hundred k. This is this year. People still do that. Okay. She doesn't do that anymore. But I, I get it. She still seems bitter, and she's using other great legends, which is why I got the album sales right here in front of me. But she's using other legends to tell you why her numbers are low. Which, mind you, they are they aren't low. Once I tell you these numbers that other people have, her numbers aren't low. It just wasn't enough to have the number one spot, and I think that's what's killing her. Ego is killing her. Ego is gonna is gonna be the the death of her career if 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 it if it comes to that. Ego. The numbers are fine. Take the number two with pride. Move on. Work better next time. If I put a podcast out and I don't get feedback, like if I put this out and nobody responds to me because they say like I don't want to hear Nicki Minaj for hours, da, 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 I gotta take the L. Work better next next week. Make another one. Get a better plot. Get a better. Be some better content. Work on it. In this album, one thing I didn't say, it still wasn't growth as far as lyrically. I mean, as far as content. Lyrically, she still was always great. She can rap, but the content wise, wasn't no growth there. She's she's almost forty. I don't want to hear certain shit from her. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. There's certain things I don't want to hear from her. She's almost forty years old. The reason why Cardi B is where she is right now, Cardi B is younger. She's in her twenties. We can hear that from Cardi B. The ratchet stuff, we can hear from Cardi B. Do you want to hear it for ten years straight? Probably not. Is Cardi B gonna have a long music career? I wouldn't bank on it, but she's gonna have a career because she's a, she's a good personality. She's entertaining to to see musically or on on the screen. That's it. I don't. But I think that's why I feel like they playing much too much into that. Cardi B is not the competition for her. Nikki ego is the competition for her. I think it's her ego, her team, the way she's moving, her energy. That's what she's. That's what, that's what she's fighting. She's not fighting. She's not fighting the, the 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 fans of Cardi or the music fans. She's fighting herself, and I don't think she sees that. The team, my her team, didn't tell that. She says this, Spotify's put Drake's face on every playlist, but told me they'd have to teach me a lesson for playing my... So, pretty much, she started this radio show she's doing called Queen Radio, which I think is also another reason why she was trying to make a lot of clickbaits and a lot of these interviews so she can address certain issues on her own radio show. Cool. I hope the radio show is worth it because now you lost sales for doing it, for, for, for trying to do too much, I feel like. I feel like she lost sales for trying to do too much, my personal opinion. She says Spotify put Drake... On every playlist. So now it's some kind of. Not saying she's bitter towards Drake, but people can perceive it that way. He has done nothing but write the right things to put him in the position he in. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not reading all the things, but I'm just saying. She also said to say that 
my music went up on Apple, so I played it. I assumed it was on Spotify and tied at the same time. Spotify said Apple tweeted fans advising Queen was up, and therefore they had to teach me a lesson. But praise be to God. Spotify had to teach me a lesson, but rewarded the man who has had Apple Radio show the longest, inadvertently helping the Apple platform the most. Oh, I can't wait for Queen Radio on Tuesday. So she pretty much throwing Drake under the bus saying Spotify shouldn't have had him on a playlist because he has he, he does business with Apple Music exclusively. This is somebody that probably her label mate, friend, you know, they came in and game together, whatever the case may be. It shows it's showing bitterness. People don't do that. You don't use you don't you just don't do that. But I'm not even done on the album set. That's the thing. DJ Academics reported Saturday. That Travis Scott had the number one album. Nicki Minaj had number two album. He said Nicki Minaj sold 195,000 copies. 195K came in at number two. Nicki Minaj decided to then comment under his post. Her herself. Her page. Her with millions and millions of viewers comment on uh, another person that reports the news page. And said this is false, it's fake news, da 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 da. He took offense to it because he felt like, well, why are you saying my stuff is fake news? I'm just telling what's being reported. And she said, well, the real numbers come out Sunday. Why did she say that? I'm going to tell you right now. The real numbers were lower than numbers he said. <laughs> he said 195. The real numbers came out, it was 185. So she did all that for what, is what I'm saying? Energy. Your album is out. Why are you on somebody? So, uh, uh, a person that's reporting the news, a small, a smaller platform. Even though DJ Academics is a big time thing to most of us, but a small platform. Most people, most people that's in there right now ain't gonna know who he is. Who is DJ Academics? Y'all don't know who he is. I know. Y'all know Nicki Minaj, right? But Nicki Minaj decided to take the time out of her day, her album week, her her press run, to say that something was fake news, all because he gave her ten thousand more records in her numbers. <laughs> the irony of that, you know, ego, man. It's ego. It's really ego. Some people cannot take being number two. Um, I check myself sometimes when I feel like ego is in the way of something in my in the way of my my judgment. I take a step back. You know, she need to look in the mirror or change the team. Something like it's it's something there that's that's really and it's hurting her music. It's gonna hurt her music until she fixed that problem. That ego problem. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's, that's, that's just the, that's just the reality of it. But I want to tell you something. I want to end with this. Like, let me tell you some numbers that came out. Now, Post Malone, he sold 401k first week, 401,000 copies first week. Um, but he's he's white, so we're not gonna. <laughs> I'm never gonna get on. He's white, but he does black music, so I feel like he kind of has a, a edge on some people. But whatever the case may be, so I'm gonna name some top artists and they and they numbers. J. Cole, 397K. ASAP Rocky, 75,000 copies sold first week. Pusha T, 77,000 copies sold first week. Jay-Z and Beyonce. Jay-Z and Beyonce, 123,000 copies sold first week. That's less than Nicki Minaj. They didn't complain. They didn't say that. Oh, well, it was exclusively on title, and title doesn't give out numbers. They didn't say that. They took the numbers and didn't say a word. You know what they did? Went on tour. A sold-out tour. They didn't explain nothing. You know why? Because when you're great and the music going to speak for itself, you ain't got to explain shit. The music going to do it for you. And also, no egos. 
the best rapper, the top R&B, the top artist in the world, Beyonce. What do you got to explain to somebody for? But anyway, 123000 for Jay-Z and Beyonce. Nas, 77000 Nas is a legend. 77000 He hadn't put an album out in so long. His fans was waiting. He sold 77000 Didn't complain. Kanye West, 208000 That's not even... And Kanye West is a big artist. Supposed to be. He had... He was talking about Trump. He was on TMZ. Extra, extra, all that stuff. He was on all of that. 28000 first week. He didn't complain. YG, 56000 first week. He had a popping song out right now on the radio. He not complaining. The music gonna speak for itself. Drake, 700,000 records. An exception. He's the number one rap artist in the world. Number one artist in the world, probably. Number one male artist in the world, probably. It's an exception for Drake. It's an exception for Kendrick. There's an exception for J. Cole. These are the top elite rappers in that in that camp. But we got Jay-Z and Beyonce in that camp. 123,000 copies. Nicki Minaj, brrr, 185,000 copies. My thing is this. I know ego is a problem because there's no reason for her to complain. There's no reason for her to complain. Those numbers are good. I just read you a bunch of top artists in one, two, three, four. Four out of like nine I named didn't crack 100,000. Jay-Z and Beyonce, 123. She sold more than them. Why are you? What are you? What is? What is? What is, what is the problem with the numbers? Why defend it? Why are you tweeting, going on Twitter rants? Like that's, that's what's killing me. I don't. And I, I feel like with some rappers or some artists, they can't do two things at once. So I know she had a radio show now, and I feel like that's gonna hurt the music because you're gonna have to be saying things that you should be saying in the music. Now maybe she feel like music is not gonna be the thing she on right now. Maybe she's gonna do radio later on. I don't know. I remember her dissing podcast when it first came out. Once again, the energy is going to come back to you. I'm telling you, it's going to come back to you. I seen her tweet today. She tweeted Joe Button and said that I'm calling your show. So tomorrow she's going to call this show and be on a podcast for a second, whatever case may be. But a couple years ago, when he dissed her album, not dissed it, but gave critique on it and said that he didn't like the album or that he didn't like Meat Mill, um, something he did with Nicki Minaj, he didn't like it. Like he, he thought it was too mushy. And she dissed him and said, oh, just a little podcast. And now you're having a radio show? Energy, baby. It's going to come back. Every time she did something and say something, it comes back. It's a popularity contest. Somebody could just say that you're getting all this press because you're popular. And maybe the, maybe the album's not that great because it's solid. We expected a great album from you. Now, I ain't saying I'd be a classic every time, but we expected some, some great material. It's just solid. It's a solid project. It's a solid project. That's it. It's artists that we don't know. LMA just put an album out. I mean, an EP out. I think that's an amazing EP. Is that talent? Because it's not popularity because we didn't know her. The EP been out. My boo just happened. I mean, boot up just happened to, to blow up. So it is what it is, you know. I'm just saying sometimes people put people, people put stuff in the ether sometimes. Put it out in the world. and You're saying things and it comes back. So with her having this radio show, I wonder how that's going to work. With her since it's been being done. Every time she's done something. Even how she came in the game. With Little Kim. All this stuff. It's all coming back. Tables turn. That's how I feel when it comes to Nicki Minaj. But I feel like she's still the greatest. Though mind you. This is my opinion on certain things I'm hearing and seeing. And just clips I'm playing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like she's going to be a great. She's still a great. Nothing's changed on that. But she's going to mess her legacy up. 
by focusing on nonsense. Like, let the music speak. You see a bunch of interviews from Drake about that Pusha T shit? No, he put the diss out. They put the diss out. He put the album out. And the album spoke for itself. He changed the album around. It had two weeks probably to do it. I think when, when that story added on came out, about two weeks before the album, a week and a half before the album, your album is done. You got to change shit around now because you got to address certain issues. And he did that. He didn't go interview. He didn't go to Breakfast Club. He didn't go to Funk Flex. He didn't go over your radio to address nonsense. It's Pusha T. <laughs> no disrespect to Pusha T at all. I, I love the clips. I love grinding. I'm a big fan of Pusha T. I'm just saying it's Pusha T. Your brand is bigger than that. So meanwhile, while she made this issue with her Cardi a bigger issue by just not saying anything, with the time she should have said something, she didn't. But now she wants to talk. And that's backwards to me which means and that's why i feel like her team she needs a new team or she needs to stop making decisions she's making decisions herself she needs to stop new team or something um is that all i got for Nicki Minaj? that's it i'm gonna play this song get the fuck up out of here i'm tired i gotta work um but like i said long story short i like Nicki. i feel like a lot of a lot of the stuff that's gonna be her downfall is all on her really she's moving funny i one thing i could say and not to compare the two, like I said, but with the Cardi, I'm trying to not make more than seven Cardi references. I think I'm on my third one right now. But with Cardi, she put a good album together. That camp usually does that. Migos has a few, um, has been put out some good content in the last two albums. The whole album was pretty good. So I expected that from that camp. Everything pretty much well put together. Like I said, with Nicki, the album's not bad at all. It's a solid album. It's good. I like it. It's a good body of work. However, I feel like she should have Put a, a a good body of work together. It's songs that can be taken off. Um, it's just too long. I don't want to hear more than thirteen songs from certain people. Drake did it. I like the way he did it though. Now everybody doesn't. A lot of Drake, Drake fans they don't like the album. So more songs is not the way for some for some people. I don't think it's the way for Nicki. I don't want to hear thir- nineteen songs from you. But I get it. You got to cater to different audiences. Audiences. I, I get it. The songs that I would take off are probably pop songs. I'm not into pop Nikki. Starships were meant to fly. I, 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 I'm not into that. I like gritty stuff. That's just me. That's what I'm into. That's the kind of Nikki I like. But it's just my opinion. Like I said, hit the album for yourself. If, you don't, if you're not into this, interested in listening, tell me why you don't listen. Tell me what you think about the interviews. What do you think about Nikki as a person? No, just, just engage in what I was saying. What do you think about the things that I say? You think, you think I'm just overthinking some things or you think that does, I'm making good angles, good points? Are they points you never thought about? This stuff I want to know. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Another thing. Let's play this. Did what I had to fucking do. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, I was bigging them up over and over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I have to pull up the fucking interviews? <laughs> They're on YouTube. Do I have to pull up the interviews? Do I have to pull up the all hip hop? The allhiphop.com uh, uh, questionnaire when they asked me my top five and four women were listed on my top five. Remember, there was one line with Lauren. There was one line that said Kim, Foxy, and Remy. Nobody yeah. remembers that. Yeah. Right. This fact. This fact. I named Jay, Wayne, Jadakiss, yep. Lauren, and on one line, Kim, Foxy, Remy. Yeah. Go, on, go on YouTube and see how many times I said bitches' names. Mm-hmm. But y'all training new bitches to come in and disrespect me. Mm-hmm. 
that's another thing. I don't feel like people are training her and disrespect her. I feel like she's. I think that's just hip hop is competitive, man. Hip hop is competitive, and if you're not ready to compete, you shouldn't be in it. I think with with with, with women, I I will say it's more emotional involved because you have men, Jay Z and, and Drake diss each other all the time, but they'll do a song together for the album. But you know what's gonna happen on the album? I'm on that song. I'm gonna show you why I'm better than you. You show you me why you better than me. Or we, you know, it's something. It's gonna be something there. Put it to the side. I think with women, it's hard to do that. I feel like if it's an issue, you just gotta fight, or you can't be friends, or you can't make songs together. And that's even with R&B, Brandy, Monica, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, back to Aretha. Back in the day, I didn't know that she had not issue, but like they all get along. Her, Patti LaBelle, Diana Ross, they they all diss each other all the time. But you never know that. Cause you know why? It's about unity. It was about uplifting the next black woman. It's times change. Times is different. Music is different. The era is different. I like Nicki though, man. Like this is my honest opinion. I'm just gonna give my honest opinion on it. I wouldn't give you nothing, nothing else when it comes to this. Um, let's see. Let's play this real quick. Um, I didn't know. No, I'm not playing that. I don't play no Cardi stuff. No Nicki Cardi stuff. Um, in closing, I say this, man. I think with the album. Honestly, I really wish Nikki. I, honestly, I wish Drake would take Nikki under his wing as far as rollouts. Her rollout was wasn't wasn't the best. I thought it was good because she was doing interviews with people that she wasn't supposed to interview with, like people that she talked about or this and they dissed her. She went to places, but it seemed like it all just came back, and it was just negative energy. And that's because these places she was going, she had negative energy, negative answers, entertaining negative thoughts, negative headlines. All that stuff was just negative. And that's what happened. Like, now we, and you know, negativity spreads faster than positivity. You know what I'm saying? So, if the album was a positive look, the stuff you, that you taking us away from your own album by talking about Safari, him getting this headline procedure. That's a, that's a, that's the topic now people talking about. You talking about uh, Meek. People talking about that now. You talking about DJ Self or whoever that dude was. Like, all that stuff, all these Twitter rants. It's taken away from the music. You should have did all this before the album came out so we can talk about you. And then when the album came out, let the music speak for itself. I commend Drake for what he did. People say what they want to say about him. He took whatever people were saying. I guess that was a big deal, him saying him not telling people he had a child. I guess they feel like it was related to him. I don't know. I don't care he didn't tell me. I don't, I don't feel no way. Whatever. He didn't have to tell me. We don't know each other. But I like the rollout. The music spoke for itself. Everything that he needed to address was in the music. Whether he changed stuff up last minute or not, and the album still came out crispy. That's all you got to do. And we're looking at... I'm not saying more people would have bought an album, but... <laughs> damn, like, you, you make me not want to buy it because people already have a distaste of you anyway. So, even though I feel like a lot of that stuff, that backlash she got wasn't on her because she was just answering questions perfectly fine. She didn't like bring she didn't bring certain things up. It was brought to her. But you can choose whether to entertain the energy or not. That's my opinion. You can choose whether to answer something. You can choose whether to not answer something. You can choose whether to say move on. When you say move on, move on. Don't say move on and then answer the question because now you're not moving on. That's just, that's just it. You, 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 you choosing to make all your rollout about other people and negative stuff the focus is not on your album. Unless you touch on this stuff on your album. Now, I see if you said, oh, in this song, I was talking about such and such. But this is what I meant. Talking about his hairline. I was talking about Cardi in this song. But you're not saying that. 
you just talking about them, so now we reading the headline. I'm reading stuff. I done read more stuff and watched more interviews than I listened to the album at all. And I listened to the album like three times. It's a solid body of work. That's about that's all I can say. I wouldn't say it's on a queen level, but it's not bad. It's not it's not I can't see a lot of this stuff being on best of of Nikki. Not a best of, nah. But that's just me. That's my opinion. I wanna know your opinion. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Um Give me your opinion of anything. Talk musically. If you if you got a topic, just I want I want interaction. I want to be able to read some stuff next week on the podcast before I start it. That's what I really want to be honest with you. Um I put a throwback episode out yesterday. If y'all like that, um let me know. Um if y'all didn't, you know, let me know. I'll if like I said, I'm trying to put out stuff every time. So if I don't have nothing to put out, I wanna put out a throwback or something, like either in thirty minutes or something or I want to get with y'all every week if I can. If I got to call somebody or call a listener, just be just talking, kicking, and talk about different things. That's cool. I do want to read this review on Nicki Minaj album. Before I forget, I should have read it earlier, but it's whatever. Last year, I did a podcast. I was going to put that in my throwback, but I didn't. I did a podcast last year, right? <laughs> and it was when Nicki Minaj and Remy was going at it. And I felt like Remy won. I felt like Remy won hands down, which is cool. Like I said, I, I don't think it took away from Nicki being Nicki. I still feel like, you know, she's a good rapper. I just feel like she didn't, she didn't, another thing, like I said, she put, she put the album out called Queen. I don't feel like the album's on a Queen level, but it's a great album, a good album. Then she, you know, she calls herself number one, but then when somebody come attack you, you're not really fighting back. And it was Remy. I see if it was like, what's that girl name that said, well, I got 32 flavors of this, what's her name? Diamond. From, from, from. From that group. Um, or oh, I see if it was somebody that just didn't matter, you know what I'm saying, that dissed you. It was Remy. She matters. You need to respond. Not a month later or with your homeboys, Drake and, and, and Wayne, because that wasn't it. That wasn't it. But if it is, I'm saying, like, she don't, when you call yourself certain things and, and you you give yourself these names or you, you go by these names as best, top, top five, top two, the best, the queen, the king, the greatest, you gotta live up to you gotta live up to the expectation, and you gotta take those criticisms that those people get. Point blank, period. So I say that to say that I, in in the podcast I did, I was talking about how people that's Barbies, you know, that's a, that's a fan base, Barbies, they be in denial, and I don't I don't feel like people that's a certain age should be calling themselves Barbies based on Nicki Minaj. And I remember getting like crazy a crazy um message from somebody that happened to listen to the podcast thinking i was i guess either coming at them or just whatever and i wasn't but at the time it was just funny i'm like yo you're not gonna listen to the podcast no more because i said that said something about barbies it was that deep like her fans be that deep this is somebody that don't know Nicki minaj at all she might not know me like that either but i'm like is it that deep that you don't listen to the podcast no more like okay cool whatever lost a listener but I hit I hit the person up on Twitter and I was like, "Yo, um, the Nicki album, yeah or nay?" Responded. Response was this: It was a no for me. Out of sixteen songs, only four were good. That's a quick, quick shift. Just a year ago, <laughs> she was not listening to podcasts no more because she was Barbie Nation. Now she like twenty five percent of the record. Twenty five percent out of sixteen songs, she liked four. That's 25%. It's a solid body of work. Um, I like the single she came out with. I, I liked how she came out. 
I think she needs to switch her team around. I think that she needs to focus on the music, not the BS. I think that she doesn't need a radio show unless she's going to address all issues all the time, every week. And then after doing that, put some music in it. I like Drake from the simple fact that he does do interviews, but most of the stuff he doesn't have to address is in the music. And that's why people relate to it so well. Because when you put it in the music and you let the music speak for itself, that's art. Art speaks, art talks, whether it's movies, um, whatever. It speaks, and if she and if Nikki feel like honestly, she feel like she can't. Maybe her, maybe she can't do that no more. Maybe she can't put it in the music like how she used. You maybe used to put it in her music. Fifty Cent, one of my favorite artists of all time, always gonna be. I'm aware his music is not as it used to be. I'm aware of that, like I know. But look what he did. Fifty Cent in his thirties now, almost forty, I believe, or something like that. He can't talk about selling crack and shooting people all the time and raps. He's been rich for since 03. 15 years now. 15 years of being rich. Being in the music industry. Not being in the streets. I don't expect to hear that stuff from him. But I know that's all he knows. So that's all he's going to rap about. However, music is not a priority to him at this point. So what he did. Got one of the best shows on TV now. Writing for power. What are you doing? Instead of putting it in his raps, put it on film. That's still art. Music is art. Script is art. Shows are art. Movies are art. Filming is art. Switch the hustle up. Maybe she need to write or something. Maybe write a show. Because she's stuck in that 20s being like kind of be ratchet or her content. If she's going to stay that way, maybe it's the lane for that. Maybe ghostwrite for somebody. Maybe you're not it no more. I don't know. But switch it up. Um, I probably forgot some stuff, but. Y'all know I don't like going over hour twenty beyond with you. I don't like going over unless I know it's, it's that dope. I feel like this. I feel like this pocket honestly got better towards the end. That's just my opinion. So if y'all stuck past thirty and y'all still listening, I really applaud you. Um, I'm gonna end with this. I want y'all to answer this question. I'm gonna end with a song, but I want to end with this. And I want y'all to answer this question for me if y'all don't mind. Um, it's actually something from Twitter. So the question goes this, and this is just a question. When you send me your stuff, I want you to, I want you to answer this question. If you don't send me nothing else, just answer this question, please. It says, who would you give your seat to and why? Now, if you was on a train, on a bus, or just sitting down somewhere in a crowded area where there's only limited seats, but you're sitting down, and you had to choose to give your seat to an elderly person with a cane, a pregnant person, somebody on crutches with a cast on their foot, or a mother with an infant in her hand. Who would you give it to? You got four options. Elderly, with a cane, pregnant, crutches, and a cast on your foot, or women with a toddler, you know, infant in her hand. Who are you giving your seat to? Um, I just want to know that, that the answer. And we'll we discuss it next next week. That'd be a good discussion. We discuss that next week. Why? Um, me personally. I'll probably think about race first, so I want to see who's black, to be honest with you. That's just my opinion. Um, and we'll go from there. I'm not racist, though, but that's just how it goes. Um, I said I was going to play this song into the podcast, so I will. I will do it as promised. More Masters Podcast. Hope y'all liked the um, episode. Hope y'all engage in conversation about Nikki, because um, the talk needs to be had, man. Barbies, talk to y'all girl, man. She in denial. Switch the team up. It shouldn't be like this, man. All right? Um... So I'll play this song, and it's called How to Rob by 50 Cent. Yo, 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 y'all know what this is, boy. For real, the art of getting robbed. This is how we do, Rupert
We out. See you next week. Hey yo, the bottom line is I'm a crook with a deal. If my record don't sell, I'm a robber still. You better recognize, nigga, I'm straight from the street. These industry niggas are starting to look like something. I snatch Kim, tell Puff, you wanna see her again? Dead your ass down to the nearest eight. <laughs> I have dreams of fucking the RB bitch. But I wake up early and bounce with all the shit when I apply pressure. Son, it ain't even funny. I'm about to stick Bobby for some of that Whitney money. Brian McKnight, I could get the nigga anytime. Have Keep sweating. Staring down the barrel of my nine. Since these Harlem world niggas seem to all be fam I put the gun to Cardan, tell him, tell your man May see better, <laughs> to my poor dad, watch now I mean right now, the only excuse for being broke is Being in jail, an entertainer can't make bail, he broke as hell I rob ODB, but that'd be a waste of time Probably have to clap him, running towards the nine I follow Fox in the drop for four blocks Plotting the jokes up for that rock, corrupt cop What you could just sold, like four milli, got something to live for Don't want a nigga putting four through that Bentley coupe dough I manhandle case like dope, get on the ground You ain't with Mary no more, where you getting chips from now? I've been scheming on Tone and Poke since they found me Steve don't have to wear that platinum shit around me I'm a klepto, not for real son, I'm sick I'm about to stick slick break for all that old school shit Right now I'm bent, when I get like this I don't think I'm about to make Stevie J take off that tight ass mink I raw pun without a gun, snatch his piece and run This nigga weigh 400 pounds, I ain't gonna catch me son Huh? Catch P and Silk the Shocker right after the Grammys And Will Smith and Jada ass down in Miami Run up on Timberland and Missy with the pound Like you, give me the cash, you put the hot dog down I figured it out, niggas been robbing Joe before That's why his ass don't wanna be a player no more My attitude I robbing JD, fuck you, pay me Had the brat with him, shoulda had his gat with him DMX wanna get down? Well you tell homie I'm on that trench shit, I do my dirt all by my lonely I should rob Clue, man, this shit did well I wanna stick TQ, but this shit ain't sell I hit the Studios, take niggas' shoes and leave. Catch Ray Ghost and Rizzo for them funny ass rings. Tell Sticky, give me the cash for an empty three. I beat your ass like that white boy on MTV. Cannabis want a battle while I'm sticking them up. Fuck the cab, the coroner's picking them up. Heavy tried to hide his shit. Hey nigga, I saw you. He said, Why you robbing me? I got nothing but love for you. Caught Juvenile for his cash money piece. Told him I wanted all. He said, Even my gold teeth. I caught Black Street on a back street in the black cheek. One at a time. Get out and take off your shine. Did you ever think that you would be this rich? Did you ever think that you would have these hits? Did you ever think that I'd flash the nine and walk off with your shit like it's mine? I'ma keep sticking niggas until I'm living. I rob boys to men like I'm Michael Bivens. Catch Tyson for half that cash like Robert Givens. I'm hungry for real, I'm about to stick Mr. C. That nigga still eating off big first LP. I had busted the whole flip mode on the flow. He asked me if I had enough, I told him, give me some more. If you're feeling this, then wait for the sequel. I gotta get Kurt Franklin for robbing God's people. What? Alright, man, that was the song. Morning Masters podcast that was called How to Rob. If you listen to the song, he's talking, he's detailing how he would rob certain artists at the time that was big or that was um wealthy, that he thought was wealthy. So, all right, man. Morning Masters podcast is your boy, man. Um, all right, man. Nikki. Queen. <laughs>